What it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful, Bobby. Um, have you used ChatGPT yet? I have not. Have you? Oh, I love it. Ew. You, that's demonic. Have you? Oh, so scared. I've tried it. I, I've heard this debate that people are saying that like it's just another way for the government to access like privacy in yeah. your life. Okay. If you have social media, like you're <laughs> already in it. I don't care about that. I'm don't like, even. Honestly, Bro, if yeah. If you don't know my information, just FBI, just give me a job. <laughs> I'll put a camera <laughs> in my house and let them watch me. I don't I, care. I watched a show called The Night Agent on Netflix, and he works for the FBI, and it just. I, when I watch shows like these, it just makes me want to be a spy all over again. Rethinking your career. All, all over, over again? again. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, when I watch like a James Bond movie, oh, okay, I'm like, okay, I want to okay. be a spy. You act like you're like going back to it. it makes like, you I want to be a oh. spy again. <laughs> it makes you relive the dream. Okay, all I right. just kind of want to go back to that job. It was a good one. <laughs> MI6. Um, yeah, I, I used it, and I'm, I'm nervous to say. Are you, do you guys want to know? It's a secret. But I, I'm I'm ready to of release. Of course, we okay. want to yeah. know. Let's Come go. on. <laughs> okay, so the other day, David Eifert came into my office and he was showing me Chat GPT, and basically, it can. I was in awe of how much it could do. Mm-hmm. So, as you know, if you don't know, I'm a really bad writer. Like when I write letters <laughs> and stuff, or like just long paragraphs, I'm god awful. Yeah, like in my <laughs> words. And my punctuation, god awful. Like it's terrible. Like yeah. it's embarrassing. It's like, did a third grader type this out? Oh, <laughs> like, nice. um, I can't even like physically write either because like after like halfway through the paragraph, my hand just was like, I'm tired. <laughs> you have good handwriting though. You have very nice handwriting. Yeah, for like short period of time. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> I was talking with Lauren, and I was like, Hey, we need to write a letter to the parents and the family of seniors for upcoming senior night at youth. <laughs> and so oh, no. I was like, Lauren, can you write this? And she's like, what do you want to say? I was like, I don't know. I was like, hey, let's just use the chat GBT thing. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So those letters that went home with the seniors no to invite their families, Dude. chat GBT wrote Dude, that no up. Dude, no way. For that's real. crazy. <laughs> Is that's, that bad? No. That's, that's smart. That's smart, but it's so crazy. It depends. If they were supposed to be like super personal letters. No, then, it's an invitation. Okay. Information. Oh, okay. then, yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, so I, feel like, I feel like those uses for chat uh, GBT are like the best. Work yeah. smarter, not harder. Exactly. And, and, and apparently they said too, like, it's just supposed to be a foundational thing. Like, it's not supposed to be word for word. But low key, some of the stuff like David Eifert was showing me like, hey, type an encouraging text that's clever to our youth pastor. And it was so like, it doesn't matter what religion, what topic, like what details, it, it can change anything. Yeah. And the first it's one crazy. was like very formal. And then he's like, make it more witty. And it completely changed it. And I was like, yep. wow. if you texted that to me, I would have 100% thought that was you. Yeah. <laughs> it's great for like Instagram captions. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you are cheaters. Secret revealed. Going to have to go look <laughs> at those captions again. Dude, I wonder if it can make up. A like nice description for the podcast. Let's just have Ooh. it write a podcast oh. episode for us. We can just get the scary. AI like reading tools as well, so we don't even have to do it. It's just like it'll just read it for us as in well. our voice. Yeah. Are oh, you serious? Yeah. It has the voice recognition. It can like you can write something. It'll say it in your voice. Yeah. Oh my god! It's kind of scary. It's kind of low key scary. Scary, cool. Yeah. Pretty cool, but but yeah. we're like living in the future right now. That's like kind of the crazy thing. Of, yeah. Like, all the stuff that we were like, 
one day, maybe when our kids are alive, like (laughs) robots. But now I feel like it's like in the next couple of years, AI is going to get way better. Oh, bro. Somebody's Whose phone just went? They're listening to that us. Was not oh, me. my gosh. It's my gosh. iPad. It's, it's me. It's oh. Siri. Oh, Dude. I thought AI agents were coming <laughs> in here right <laughs> now. They're listening, yeah, bro. GPT Did you hear that? Oh, but it's kind of scary because... Like, I didn't have to put any effort into that letter. Yeah. <laughs> like, neither wow. did Lauren. She's like, well, what do you want it to be like? And I was like, I don't know. But ChatGPT, like, you can barely put, like, any adjectives or description. And she's like, bloop. And it's like a whole letter. It, yeah. yeah. I kind of so wish nice. I knew about it, like, when I was in high school. But they say they can figure out if it's AI written. Like really? a paper. I, I feel like when you were in high school, no. You can throw an essay written by ChatGPT into a, like, uh, what's the plagiarism detector and it will come out completely clean this is the future i have no idea how i know that we're gonna have a bunch of because uh, you're scamming your way through college. <laughs> but I'm in art school. Like, oh, that, that's not a Draw a picture of this. No, we're going to have a bunch of kids that write like Javi. Oh. Dude, stop! Dang, that's messed up. Comment for him. Dang. But, yeah, that's my dirty little secret. Ooh. I'll tell you my dirty little secret. Dirty little secret. <laughs> Do y'all know that song? Don't no. tell anyone or you hey. Why does she sound like a toddler that jumped in? Oh. <laughs> Not you, her. Throw the kids in. And she went, I'm now where <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's nuts. Well, we're glad to be back. April was a busy month. I was having chat GBT type up my letters. <laughs> I was slammed. Okay, but we're back. And um, we're happy about it. But I came across a thought. One of my good friends, he lives in LA, and his name is Josh. Um, he put up this quote on his Instagram, and it kind of like shook my life a little bit. Because you'll hear these things, and you're like, Oh my gosh, that's so good. And it's crazy because someone else is living what you're trying to do. Mm. Like, what's simple to them is like mind-blowing to me sometimes. And I'm like, dude, this is so good. And so the quote is, if your output exceeds your input, then your upkeep will be your downfall. So I'll say it again. If your output exceeds your input, then your upkeep will be your downfall. And when I read that, it's kind of nuts to me because it was just like, do you ever feel empty? Yeah. Like, do you ever just like, oh, I'm drained. I'm yeah. done. The other night, I'm going to expose myself a little bit because it was a silly moment. Because like when you're in the moment, it feels so real. But after you think about it, it's like, why was I doing that? <laughs> and I was just so tired. I had made myself so physically tired that it was a late night. It was like 8 o'clock, and I was eating leftovers in my office, and I started to cry. And I was like, I'm just not where I want to be right now. And then I, <laughs> the next morning, I was like, I feel fine. (laughs) (laughs) And intrusive thoughts on. There's sometimes where like those feelings are real. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like of just I was talking with one of my uh, friends the other night of just like I was around a lot of people, uh, but especially when uh, you're in ministry um, or just in a in a workplace where you're always customer service. It's the person comes first. Yeah, that can drain you mentally. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of got. I, well, I didn't get there. I allowed myself to get to a place where I became empty. Yeah. And so when I read this quote, it was kind of eye-opening because I think 98% of the time, we can avoid ever feeling empty. And this quote was almost the key to that. Yeah. And wow. so 
if your output exceeds your input, you're bound to go on empty. If I'm driving my car more than I'm putting gas in it, it's bound to go empty. Yep. Yeah. If there's one of my friends, her name is Kayla, cracked me up. She was like 6,000 miles over her oil change. <laughs> Engine just straight oh, up ceased gosh. on her way to Santa Fe one day. Dang. Yep. And she was like, I just don't know what happened. Oh. <laughs> there's no oil in the car, man. Uh. Because if your output exceeds your input, you're bound to get empty. Have you ever done yeah. this before? Definitely. I think I think we're all guilty of this, and you can feel it. And I think the other thing, it's not just like how much you're at, like that level of the output versus input. I think it's also the quality of what Ooh, you're taking in. That's yes. good. So it's just like, to use the car analogy again, it's like if you use crappy gas uh-huh. in your car, your car's not going to last that long. If you use diesel, your car's not going <laughs> to run. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Unless you're a diesel engine. Yeah. Okay. And so <laughs> it's like the same thing with our bodies too. It's like when you're eating right, when you eat a salad for lunch, guess what? Your output is going to be a lot better than when you go to McDonald's and uh-huh. eat like a large fry and a greasy burger. Yeah. Like the output input balance, I think is what kind of started the idea of like more self-love. Right. And the like self-love and self-care kind oh, of idea, yeah. which definitely goes too far in a lot Agreed. of our society. But yeah. that's like the the starting of it. The root of it is the need to like, I need to be giving my overflow and not my, my empty. Yes, that's good. I think that um, you have to know when to say no. Uh-huh. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a point. You have to say no. And it's great to be out doing things, helping people. But there's a point. You just got to say, I can't do it, can't help you, I need some time. And I think with that, if you're saying no to those things, like, it's easy to say no to your friends' groups of going out, but you got to fill that time with something that's beneficial. Beneficial, yes. So don't say, like, sorry, guys, I'm tired, I'm not hanging out. I'm going to go home, sit on my phone, on my bed, and go to sleep at 2. It's like, guess what? You literally made it worse. And like, actually, if you would have hung out with your friends... At least you would have had quality time. Yeah. 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 But now you just spent all your time in isolation and it's not going to help at all and it's good to set those boundaries but like what are you going to do once you have those boundaries why are you setting boundaries yeah Yeah, that's that's so true yeah that's something we talked about um in this last david and jordan eifert yeah. yeah they talked about setting healthy boundaries but also knowing when not to give people excuses yeah yes um that's super important because you want to be helpful you want to you know be a good person but you can't make up excuses that hurt other people. That's right. It kind of makes me think of that thought that um, I recently was saying, um, I was talking, I was having a conversation with another friend and this was from like a a church aspect of, we were just talking about how a lot of people, especially in the church realm, and it should be the opposite, but it's not of, are are you leading from your leftovers or Mm -hmm. are you leading from your overflow? And what I meant when I said that was like, are you going to God and getting filled up where you need to. So when you lead other people, you're not leading from a place of emptiness mm-hmm. and leftovers. Because we all know fresh off the oven is so much better than leftovers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, period. Like, that, it's just, except pizza. Sometimes pizza's better leftovers, but. Uh, not better, but it does, it's different. <laughs> it still hits. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when, I think even taking it out of the church concept of, is your family getting your leftovers? Yeah. Are your friends oh, getting yeah. your leftovers? Is your girlfriend a boyfriend? Is mm-hmm. your spouse? 
is your parents, are your siblings, are yeah. your nieces and nephews. And people all the time, I think, are, are living out of a place that they think they're productive because they're constantly going. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. hit this mental breakdown almost. I was just like, uh, I'm so empty. And I'm sitting there crying on a piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was grilled, though. Okay. Ooh, yeah. um, <laughs> but I, I really do believe that getting to a place of emptiness is totally preventable. Definitely. Okay. And if people would learn um, to really have this healthy balance, because I love how Megan said it, of this like self-love movement kind of thing, mm-hmm. if you do too much of that, then you're going to come back to no friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pendulum just swing. huh the pendulum swing i don't even know far. what that is is it that little <laughs> ball <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah i've seen people with those on their desk like yeah it, it'll like you can start the swing but then eventually it'll go out further than you intend it to i guess oh. well that's not i mean that's what the quote means that's not what the thing does yeah. <laughs> wise and didn't even mean it that's how you know you're wise when you say things and you're like oh wow um, so what are you putting in? And that's a good point that Carlin made of is, is what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And because every now and then there, there's there's a good time to just sit back, relax and watch your show. But more often than not, if, if there's anything that I've learned is sitting on my bed and watching TV is not the move. Like, yeah. 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 And, um, you know, I, I recently in a newer relationship and sometimes like I'll go over to her house and I'll hang out with her family all night, and it felt good, and it felt right, but I neglected somewhere else in my life that desperately needed attention. Yeah. Yeah. And so just because you're doing something good also doesn't mean that you're not neglecting things that need to be taken care of. That's good. Mm-hmm. And so you just got to be really, really, really careful of what are you putting out there? What, where are you investing into? And it, it's kind of like the same concept with money. If I invest into... Um, something that's flourishing, I'm probably going to create a profit. And then there's moments where some people, they took a risk. What's that third? There was a, there was a third owner of Apple and he pulled his like $750 out. Oh. And now he kind of has oh, to live yep. this life of. Oops. Yeah. But the reality is, is that's, that's just life. Mm-hmm. Yep. And my, if I invest into this friendship, if I invest into this relationship, is it going to put back into me like I thought it was going to? But that's the thing is, is you're going to make mistakes and you can still make mistakes and not be empty. Yeah. Like you can mm-hmm. still have these friends that's like, this wasn't my best choice ever, but I'm still not empty. And so uh, the second half of this is if your output exceeds your input, then your upkeep will be your downfall. And I think that downfall is that like rock bottom place. Mm-hmm. Of just have you ever have you ever said this before? Well, I guess they're just gonna have to hit rock, rock bottom. bottom. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Especially in the church. That. Oh my gosh. Yep. I hate that. That feels lazy in yes. my opinion. It's like why oh, are yeah, you gonna that's... wait till you have somebody else to tell you that like, hey, why have you not gone to the gym in three years? And you're like, <laughs> you could have just gone. Like, why do you need to wait for somebody else to tell you that you're doing something wrong or to hit this horrible emotional state? Yes. you can start it sooner yeah and even like in practical terms of like your room if you spend five minutes a day cleaning it up and putting your clothes in the hamper 
you're not going to get this crazy room that's going to make your <laughs> life feel like it's a mess, then like if you let it go, it's going to take three hours to clean it up and you're never going to want to do it. But if you would have just put that like consistent time in. Small yes. steps. I'm going to do yep. that. <laughs> like legit, I'm a clean freak. But every now and then, I'll let things get a little loose. Yeah. yeah. In my bathroom, um, I'm a boy, so I kind of sprinkle when I tinkle sometimes. Ew. <laughs> Have you ever heard that line? No, I've never heard that. If you that. sprinkle when you tinkle, be oh a sweetie gosh. and wipe the CD. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, he's from Tennessee, so that's why we've never heard it here. <laughs> that's that's like why a, it's so stupid. You would find it Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> As Chris Tomlin's in the background. <laughs> And it, it's like the sign that's over by like the like massive section of fake flowers. I hate Hobby Lobby for that. Side note, Hobby Lobby, please stop selling god awful fake flowers. They look so fake. They do. They don't even look somewhat real. But anyway, um, like I, you know, my toilet seat wasn't looking good. My sink, it, you know, I hate when I go over to people's house and you can see their dry toothpaste in their sink. Oh, I don't yeah. even want to wash my hands. I feel like a toothpaste monster is going to come out of the drain and just like, grab me. Uh, <laughs> Now you're going in the drain. <laughs> yeah, it's Bro, a weird what fear. How uh, <laughs> <was> stupid! <laughs> I've never even thought that. I just like I just I just don't want to wash my hands. I'm like, yeah, this looks disgusting. You're gross. <laughs> um, but oh, that was gross. Uh, <laughs> but it took me 15 minutes to sweep, vacuum that little carpet that I step out on after I shower, wipe my seat down, clean the little inside of my toilet. Wipe my sink down with some more cleaner. Bada bing, bada bang. It looked like a brand new bathroom. Yeah. I did three things. Three things. Yeah. And it felt so much better after. But uh, I looked like a typical boy 15 minutes before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops. Sorry. I just hit my mic. Sorry, everybody. Um, but here's the thing is, is everything genuinely has preventable steps yeah. from you getting to a bad place. And if you, if you always have this mindset of rock bottom, like I, whenever, like one day I'm going to hit rock bottom, whatever it may be. Whether it's you finally, you don't have any friends anymore because your attitude sucks. Or you find yourself gaining weight and it's been that way for two years straight. Or you find your life super disorganized. Well, it's probably because you didn't even take the steps to make sure that you were getting what you needed in the first place. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll ever get back to having abs again. <laughs> But I definitely don't want to feel like I'm about to pop the button on my pants. You know what I mean? <laughs> but there are some things that I can do to make sure that I don't have to go up another waist size. Hallelujah. Dang. Glory. <laughs> so the big question for you today is you need to like kind of look at your life right now. And are you putting out more than you're receiving? And what I mean when I say that is, is it's not selfish to have other people input into you. It's not selfish to take time. Um, me and Alyssa the other day, we got massages. Hey, that's nice. nice. Bro, I'm not going to lie, it's a little uncomfortable because um, <laughs> luckily, you know, luckily we didn't have to see each other or anything like that. But Because um, if you do a couple's massage, you're in the same room. Yeah. And she was like, take off all your clothes. Oh, I should have done that accent. Oh. <laughs> well, that's what she sounded like. I don't think she would have got mad. Anyway, uh, and I was like, like, my underwear, too? No, please. <laughs> She's like, you can leave on. And I'm like, All right, I'll leave it on. But that was the most refreshing thing. And now I'm going to do a massage every single month. Dang. But that was input for me specifically. Yeah. Not everybody. Yep. But for me, like some people, I don't like being touched. That's fine. Go f whatever, whatever regenerates you. Whatever 
uh, kind of you know gives some rejuvenation to your spirit again, like mm-hmm. bring brings you back up after that massage, dude. I feel like I could freaking take on the world, dude. Yeah. The next morning I was kind of sore, but that means they got the deep spots that you know needed to be hit. <laughs> deep tissue <laughs> massage, deep tissue, bro. I think there's a fine line of like taking care of yourself so you don't hit that rock bottom place, but you got to uh-huh. be careful that you're not spending too much time focusing on yourself that you become narcissistic and Ooh. forget everything else that is important that drives your life forward. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the important thing that we've said today is like that balance. Mm-hmm. The balance of the input-output. And it's different for everybody, so you have to find it, but you have to have it. You yeah. have to find it, but you have to have it. Yeah, there yeah. is no perfect formula because it's always going to be case by case and stuff like this, but you, you got to be really careful too because just like Donald said, you, there's a lot of people that I know over the years of my life that they thought that they needed more input mm-hmm. than output. And those were the most obnoxious people to be around. It yeah. was always something. And it's really hard because you see it all over social media <laughs> about self-care and self-love. And uh-huh. it's just super big and prevalent on social media, which it is important, but... That stuff is just pushed in your face, and you're like, I have to care about myself, forget everybody else, and that just creates a selfish mentality. Uh huh. And this kind of goes to having a lot of accountability too, because yeah, um, you have to have some friends in your life that like you're kind of being a jerk lately. Mm-hmm. Like you're just worried about yourself. Yeah. And I've had people yeah. tell me, be like, When's the last time you did something for me? I'm like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember. And you never want that scale of someone's always doing something more for you or vice versa. Yeah. And so if you're the person on the other side of the spectrum of me, 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 you need to have some friends in your life that'll tell you it's time for you to put something in. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, um, but also on the other side of it, if you're constantly putting out, I think because it's such a kind and loving act, it's hard for people to discern that what you're doing is too much. Mm -hmm. But, I still think, like, there's some people in my life, like, Lauren, she's always a super good person that's like, you're doing too much. Like, you just need to relax. Like, you need to chill. And I'm like, uh, okay, you know? Yeah. And so, um, you, you got to have some accountability in this area of, of your life of, are you putting too much in or are you I'm putting too much out? And then really starting to think how do I avoid my downfall? How do I avoid rock bottom? How, you know, I don't have to get there because I think it's become almost like a norm Mm -hmm. in this culture to like, it's almost a cool thing to hit rock bottom because we bounce back. It's like, we love to talk about the bounce back. I think that's stupid. You don't need to bounce back. You just need to stay consistent. Mm -hmm. And so what area of your life are you investing into more than you should? And then what area of your life do you need to put a little bit more attention to? And you got to find that balance. That balance is different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to have a different balance. I like to work more than I like to have fun because I feel like if I earned it, then I can enjoy it. But like if I got four massages a month, massages, (laughs) wow, tongue twister, (laughs) not really though. If I got four massages a month, I wouldn't feel like they were well-earned. Yeah. But one, I'm like, bro, I busted my butt all month long or last month. <laughs> yeah. And so for me, that's how I am. Some people can have like 16. 
and it's just different. And everyone's job and every everyone's lifestyle is way different. And I think you also have to be careful in taking a break, relaxing, taking care of yourself, and the difference between that and being lazy. Because a lot of people be like, "Oh, I'm just taking care of myself. I'm taking a break. Um, it's a it's a season of taking a break, and I just need to rest." No, you're just being lazy. <laughs> and, and, and okay, this is to debate the the over spiritual Christians right now. Mm. Not everything is a season. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm. Not everything, because you look at seasons. Practically looking at seasons, seasons are like three, four months. Okay, and winter. It's a it's a, a lot of time of a certain period. Mm-hmm. Not everything in your life needs to be like that. Yeah. Not everything in your life needs to. Okay, for these next three months, I'm gonna do this for me. Yeah. No, maybe you just need to take the night off. Like, close your computer. Don't be around that friend. You don't need to go to that hangout. You don't need to do whatever it may be. Not a season. Maybe yeah. a day. Something to help yeah. you. Yeah. So, um, walking away. From the podcast, what are you going to change today? That's always what we ask. What are you going to do today? So you need to have some accountability, but you also need to look at where you're putting out and where you need to take in. What are you investing into way too much? And we need to start making normal that hitting rock bottom is not a good thing. Yeah. That having a bounce back is not, it's over glorified. And so if your output exceeds your input, then your upkeep. Of yourself will be your downfall. Boom. All right. Good. We love you. Have a great rest of your week. See ya. (laughs) Bye bye. (laughs) Put that in there. Yeah. (laughs) Bro, I got it. Oh my God.